Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Today is December 1st, 2022, and our first story. During an interview on the air with Alex Jones, Kanye West began to praise Hitler and Nazis, saying that he believed they did good things. The media, of course, is calling this a mental breakdown. In our next story, the left is complaining that Antifa and violent extremists are now starting to get banned on Twitter. The reality? Elon Musk is just equally enforcing the rules. And in our last video, crazy viral video shows men raiding an Apple store and stealing $35,000 worth of goods. Crime in cities is getting out of control, and it just so happens they're run by Democrats. If you like the show, give us a good review and leave us five stars. Share the show with your friends. Now, let's get into that first story. While I was recording my 1 p.m. segment, Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, was appearing on Infowars with Alex Jones. He was wearing what many have described as a gimp mask and gloves. In this interview, he praised Hitler and the Nazis. He said he loved them, didn't think they should be called evil, but he also loves Jewish people. Many people are saying this was a mental breakdown on air. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm not too keen on, on talking about this stuff, considering we had him on the show uh, on Monday and he stormed off and all that stuff. But uh, this is the news and uh, I find myself on the periphery of it. So it is what it is. In my 1 p.m. segment, I said I thought that Ye was going down this track not too dissimilar from Trump, where, you know, Trump had said some things. The media reported on it, said Trump was calling one group all one thing. You get the point. I don't want to rehash it immediately. And I was like, this is the troll campaign to get maximum press, be, get constant negative press. And then he went on uh, Alex Jones's show and even made Alex Jones uh, uh, seemingly uncomfortable. I think Alex Jones is just there for the ride. He's going along with it. And many are saying he looks like the rational person in the room, which is shocking. We also aren't 100 percent sure, I suppose, that Ye is actually there in the mask. But presumably it is him. He's been known to wear this mask before. Surprise, surprise. It's a Balenciaga mask. So what is going on? Balenciaga, as you know, recently deleted a whole bunch of their social media because they produced these ads that were, let's just say, exploitative of children or on the border of how you want to describe it with court documents scattered about children holding stuffed animals wearing bondage gear. Balenciaga has done this before. In fact, the weird this is the weirdest thing during the live show. When Alex Jones has Ye and Fuentes sitting at this desk, again, maybe, maybe it's not, maybe it's a Ye impersonator, I don't know. 
They actually showed a commercial about how Ye introduced, open, op- opened up a show for Balenciaga. You, you have Kim Kardashian and Ye both addressing it. So we'll get into exactly what they said. But this just, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it is a mental breakdown. Uh, and I'm just wrong, 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 wrong. We put out the uh, uh, trailer for the behind the scenes with uh, Ye that we said we were going to. And the video is up on TimCast.com. And I think it's important. You know, of course, when Ye goes on uh, Alex's show and says these things, and I'm going to show you the clips of what he said. Obviously, I'm like, man, do we just want to get away from this, not be involved in it? I'm like, there's pros and there's cons. We're getting we're getting attacked left and right. It is what it is. I am who I am. And I figure, no, like, just just talk about it. Show show what he said and what he was like when he was here and how the show went down. And uh, we have it on the website. It was it was an expensive thing to set up to do this show. He walked out and now I've got uh, I've got messages coming in from all directions. It's not fun, to be completely honest, to be wrapped up or I should say in the periphery of the story. But I have many people saying this could have been your interview. I'm like, I don't I don't want that interview. I mean, this is this is this is this is crazy. However, I actually think it is good. The interview happened. I think it is good that Alex Jones found a way to have these people on to show their views. Alex Jones outright rejecting them, saying he doesn't agree. He doesn't like Nazis. And, and Ye is going off saying he does. Ye wants to run for president. We shouldn't hide or whitewash what his views are. If some people like what he's saying, fine. Then it's good they get to hear it, right? And I think what's happening now is across the media, they're reporting on exactly what he's saying. So fair. That could have been on Timcast. The only reason it couldn't is because we do a conversation show, not an interview. Surprisingly, though, Alex Jones is pushing back on Ye way more than I did. And Ye is totally fine with it. I'm getting pushback from the left saying we shouldn't have hosted him in the first place. And to them, I say, look how free speech has exposed what they believe. Isn't that good for you? Can't you now say, hey, guys, look at what they're saying? This has been a crazy week, an absolutely crazy week. So let me let me show for you what's going on with the latest news story. And uh, it is what it is, I suppose. Before we get started, I want to shout out. We have the behind the scenes uh, episode of The Green Room. This is a documentary style video, 23 minutes long, where we show you the traveling on the plane with them. And then there's some conversation with Ye about how he wants to be president, what's, what he thinks and things like that. And uh, it, it shows his smiles and his demeanor and, and what happened beforehand. So all I can do is this. Uh, go to TimCast.com. If you want to support us, you want to watch it, by all means. If you don't like it, it is what it is. A lot of people are, are it, it, this is tumultuous to say the least. From the people who don't like what we're doing to the people who do like what we're doing, to the people who don't like what Ye is doing, we made content. It costs money. We made it available. It's on the website. Let me just tell you exactly what I think. And you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like anything I say. But let's talk about it. TMZ reports Kanye West mental breakdown on air praises Hitler and Nazis. Now I want to pause. Why is it a mental breakdown? Is it a mental breakdown because he's saying deeply offensive things? Is it a mental breakdown because he's saying things that normal people don't typically say? I should say the average person doesn't typically say. Maybe it is a mental breakdown. But I want to just make sure we understand this. Are you saying that Ye's views are a result of an imbalance or or disorder in his mind and that he doesn't actually believe these things? Because I I was saying at 1 p.m. and, and, And you know what? Maybe I should retract that statement that I thought he could actually win. 
I mean, that's to be seen now because this is this really is off the rails. But when I met the man and talked to him, as as I pointed out in the in the day with yay video we have, he's coherent and of sound mind in this video where he's talking about what's going on. He's chill. He's calm. He's smiling. He's asking questions. Everybody is is chill in the in, in the one portion of the video where we're talking. Uh, we're being a little quiet because we're in an echoey room, but he didn't seem out of it. He talked about having Luke come in and he's like, you got to get rid of this stuff. Like you got to have him do all the food because Luke was talking about getting the sugars, getting rid of the sugars, getting healthier stuff. Seem normal. Here's my point. Don't immediately chalk up his beliefs to just having a mental breakdown. Clearly, the dude is doing something. Now, some people are saying he's bipolar. That would explain this kind of behavior. Perhaps I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I'm saying just because someone holds certain political opinions doesn't mean they're crazy. So this is the flack I get from the left. I said to Ye on the show that they were unfair to you. He said the press said this or whatever. And I said they were unfair to you. So who's they? I'm like, corporate press. Like you were just referring to the press. Ah, but he, he views it differently, right? I, 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 I don't want to keep rehashing it, I guess. Let me show you exactly what he was saying. We'll talk about it. They say, Kanye West was in the middle of a serious mental breakdown live on air with Alex Jones, spewing hate against Jewish people and praising Hitler and Nazis. Well, I'll also add simultaneously saying he loved Jewish people. West has been live for more than an hour on Infowars. He's clearly erratic at times, nonsensical, hateful and dressed with his face fully covered by a mask. During the majority of his ramblings, Ye said that he I'm not going to quote him on this one. He said he th- he sees uh, he sees Ye thinks he sees good things about Hitler. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table. And then he uh, uh, adds that he believes that was Hitler. He then claims that Hitler invented highways and microphones. That's not true. He then goes on to say that they've changed history, among other things. Now, I want to make sure you understand that the point I was trying to make earlier, just because you believe things that are seemingly crazy doesn't mean that uh, you are crazy, right? People who believe the earth is flat aren't crazy because they absorbed information that is wrong. Humans believe tons of wrong things. Certainly, I get things wrong all the time. Being wrong doesn't mean the same thing as crazy. Often what they'll do is they'll say, if you hold a view that is outside the norm, you must be crazy. As if sane is just agreeing with the narrative. No, they call everybody conspiracy theorists. They call everybody crazy. That being said, yay. I think is uh, uh, absolutely wrong in his views. And I feel like he's uninterested in understanding. But I'm going to play the nuance game and it's going to be stupid because no matter what, people get mad at you. But let's do it. Look at that. Yay and especially Hitler are trending right now. Let me play this clip. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. 
fastgrowingtrees.com code pool. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Do I round up Jews in Nazi Germany? Do I get love then? Schwarzenegger said he loved Hitler. They gave him an award. I, I'm just saying, I don't like Nazis, and I don't like what some of the mafias are doing either. I like Hitler. In his mask, right before they went to break, Ye said that he liked Hitler. Let's play some more clips. Here we go. Happening now, Kanye West tells Alex Jones that he sees that he sees good things about Hitler. Also, let's let's let, let's play You're this. You know, Hitler. I understand You're YouTube's going to get mad, but we'll play. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well. I I see I I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew I love everyone and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love um you know us and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you're going to do anything to fix Chicago? They want to separate and confuse the Christians and make us afraid to stand next to each other. A Christian can stand next to anyone. We can go visit R. Kelly in prison. We can go talk to Harvey Weinstein. That's what Jesus did. Yes, because Jesus can save everyone. But if the Zionists can get us so afraid that they're going to do what they've been doing to me, attempting to put me in jail, freeze my accounts, smearing me on the media, you know, all of these things, you know, you put on the whole armor of God and they will not be able to break your spirit. That's right. I don't. I, uh, so there's a lot, a lot more to show, but um, I'm not I'm not convinced. I believe what he's saying. It may be that he's mentally ill. A lot of people have said it. Fine. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend to know what I can say is he's got a lot of money, uh, a ton of money. He says they're freezing his accounts. He's able to summon a, a last minute private jet, which gives me pause. So when he left the show on Monday, uh, within a couple hours, he had a private jet waiting at Frederick Airport with paparazzi filming. And so, you know, the question is like, how does he, that? I got to tell you, man, a DC to LA flight, that's that's hefty, especially a last minute call. It's expensive stuff. Dude clearly is very, very wealthy, well off, has a few money and can say whatever he wants. I want to, I want to uh, be, let's, let's be real people. Every human has good things about them. And that's like, I don't even think it's a really controversial statement. What I mean to say is there is this trope about, yeah, yeah, we get it. Hitler liked dogs. We get it. The nuance of the conversation is typically stated. It seems like Ye doesn't understand that as if he thinks anyone around him who is critical of his views on Jewish people or apparently now Hitler is somehow lying when he left the show on Monday, he apparently said something to my brother that he wasn't going to let someone tell him what was true wasn't true. It would be like saying that Taylor Swift's video was better than Beyonce's and, and, and like, I don't, okay. But I guess it was a reference to when he went up on stage with, with Taylor Swift or something like that. The thing is, when I was talking to Ye on the show and he said, 
the press, X, Y, and Z. And I said, yes, they've been unfair. The press, they have. Who? Like white liberal women in New York who write these articles unprompted because there's no one telling them to do it. I think we, we didn't even get to that point. But they were saying that because he supported Trump, he was mentally ill. And I said, what? How does that make him mentally ill that he likes Trump? The same thing can be said about his views now. He has bad views, like opinions I think are bad. He's allowed to have his opinions. He's allowed to speak his opinions. But I don't know if that makes you crazy because you believe something that you read. A lot of people believe a lot of crazy things. And the point is, Ye was unwilling to, to have this conversation on the air. Now, the reason I don't trust it and have stated ad nauseum, apologies, I know, that I thought it was a setup was because we were talking before the show about exactly this. And on Alex Jones's show, Alex Jones has said 10 times more than I've even had a chance to say, saying that he doesn't like Nazis. He doesn't agree with the statements about Jewish people. He doesn't want to blame them. He, you know, he thinks it's wrong. And Ye's sitting there like, yep. So it just seems performative. But I can't tell you what the real issue is. Maybe as people mentioned, he's bipolar. And so getting up and leaving, it's just you can't you can't control him. You don't know what he's going to say. So I want to point something out. I mean, I get it. It's just Wikipedia. But uh, the reason I know that Hitler didn't invent the microphone is because the microphone predated the life of the man. I've read uh, a little bit in my life about how microphones work, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in microphones, speakers, tech. I, I play music, play guitar. I'm not going to pretend to be anywhere near an expert on any of this stuff. But, you know, I'm like, wait, wasn't the microphone invented in like the, the, the mid 1800s or something like rudimentary? And so they mentioned in 1923, the ribbon microphone was introduced, electromagnetic type, but the microphone had been around for a while. So I would only say this. What do you mean? Yay. Do you mean that he had someone develop an advanced microphone? They already existed. Fine. But I think the important distinction here is we're talking about the nuance of humanity. And that is when people say like Hitler liked dogs and you like dogs and they try and say that those things that are like typical human behavior equate you with a very, very bad person. You get the point I'm trying to make? It is entirely likely. Uh, I'm sorry. The other example is um, Mussolini made the trains run on time. It's a point to be made that we understand in these conversations that humans have varying degrees of good and bad within them. But overwhelmingly, the point is, yeah, the Nazis were extremely bad. They were an emergent political faction in Germany that were totalitarian, that took over, that subverted the will of the people, and then started doing horrific things to a whole bunch of other people, started invading countries. There's, there's, there's nothing redeeming about this. You can't come out and say something like, well, I understand that they did make the trains run on time. They liked dogs. They were vegetarians and Christian and, and all that other stuff. And it's like, bro, there's, there, there are murderers throughout history that may have provided charity at some point in some time. I think it's fair to point out like the intricacies and nuances of human behavior. But we are highlighting the bad on purpose because as we advance through history, we want the bad to go away. We want the good to remain. So when some people do overwhelmingly atrocious things, that becomes the point. That being said, when Ye wants to talk about how the media is full of it and stuff like that, I'm not going to disagree. Stalin did, did such awful things. The communists killed so many people. And yet there is a heavy uh, um, focus specifically on the Nazis. There were a lot of really bad people throughout history. I don't understand why Ye then thinks he can come out and, and say things. Perhaps I don't know. I think it may just be that he genuinely doesn't understand and that he doesn't want to listen. Because if he actually sat down 
for two more seconds when I was sitting there and I was trying to make a point about in New York City, the people who write these stories don't have someone come to them and say, write it up. Sometimes there are morning editorial meetings. Often they'll start writing a story of their own volition. They tend to be white. They tend to be women. I am not saying all white people or all women are responsible for this. I'm saying that's the demographic that is being unfair. The woke corporate press tends to be run by white liberal women. That's the thing. So if you want to point out that uh, he made a reference to Jon Stewart, that Jewish people are in Hollywood a lot. I even mentioned this on the show. Dave Chappelle made the point. I mentioned him before, and he wasn't seemingly mad about it. But let me show you more of, of, of what happened. So this uh, aspersion caster says people can stop with the whole Kanye's not crazy. He's just trying to get out his contracts thing. OK, here we go. They are going to have to listen up. What we did is we brought Netanyahu with us. Ah. <laughs> I'm in the twilight zone right now. It's a Yoohoo bottle, chocolate Netanyahu. drink. Netanyahu. And a fish What do you have to say? What do you have to say to Alex Jones right now, Nick Fuentes and Ye? It was bad. It was bad for Trump to meet with Nick and Ye. Okay. I had no idea your voice is going to sound like that, Netanyahu. So you don't like Benjamin Netanyahu? <laughs> I just, I, I just heard about this guy two weeks ago since so like the tweet, and I thought he had a funny name. I heard he's like really into like. He's like a super killer. I could die for saying this. So in case this is the last time you ever hear from me. <laughs> well, I don't know what the dude's doing, but uh, I'll stress it again. We have this tweet from Alejandra Caraballo. Mental illness is absolutely no excuse for anti-Semitism, but Kanye is clearly having a psychotic break from reality. There needs to be some sort of intervention. This is so disturbing. Even Alex Jones seemed concerned. I'll play this next clip oh, for you. No, so you call him Yahoo, but we're going to call him Nettin. What you want, Nettin? Hey, yeah, right after this, I'm going to say you're crazy. I'm going to take your family away from you. We're not done with you yet. You cannot cause free thought. We have to control the history books. We have to control the banks. And we have to go and kill people. Also, we're in the pedophilia. Ha, ha, So... And in a little while, hopefully you're going to take the mask off because is this actually yay here? So the mask thing, and, and, and we'll, start, we'll start addressing as much as we can. Yay wears his mask. It is the mask he is typically seen wearing going back to, to uh, 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 earlier this year. And, and 2012, I believe, um, they say it goes back to 2012 during a live performance donning a Balenciaga mask. All I can tell you guys is how is this real life? I don't want to come off like I know everything. I don't want I don't want to assert myself as some authority having all of the knowledge or anything like that. Comment. Let me know what you think. This is a crazy subject. I don't know what's going on or why. I think Alex Jones having this interview was a very good thing because now everybody can see it and make their decisions for themselves. I also want to stress the immediate reaction to what is clearly a performer doing a performance, albeit he's saying things that people find highly offensive, is to say that he's crazy. But tell me why you think he's crazy. He believes things that uh, I, I, I think are just not true. Um, the microphone's been around for, for was around longer than Hitler. Being wrong doesn't mean you're crazy. He's wearing a mask puffy jacket gloves while having a net and doing something weird. Why does that imply that he is crazy? 
Is it because he's doing something that you don't see as normal or in line with acceptable social values? You see what I mean? So sure, call it whatever you want. I'm not going to pretend to have all the answers. I'm only going to highlight that it happened, right? Kanye is too funny. And then um, an interesting point here. This Twitter account is a uh, turbo thad. He says, quote, the fact that I still have $400 million and Forbes couldn't touch it shows God loves me. He just had to set me back a bit. Kanye says as his relationship uh, was failing, he found himself drinking, smoke, smoking, having threesomes at New Year's Eve parties. OK, maybe it's something to do with Kim Kardashian and their kids or something like that. We have this story from BuzzFeed News because Balenciaga is I, I think we got to talk, talk about Balenciaga and how it relates to what's going on with Ye's, with Ye's life. He's on Alex Jones wearing a Balenciaga mask. It is described by many people as a gimp mask, like BDSM gear. BuzzFeed News. Oh, OK, let's 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 read. They say the campaign promoted Balenciaga's spring-summer 2023 collection. It went viral on Twitter after people noticed it featured two young children posing with teddy bears dressed in BDSM-style harnesses. The brand Balenciaga just did an interesting photo shoot for their new products recently, which included a very purposefully poorly hidden court document about virtual child. Let's just call it uh, photographic exploitation. And I believe this is, uh, it says via shoe on head on Twitter. They cropped shoe on head out. That's so weird. So many of you have, are familiar with this. Balenciaga issued a very serious apology. The company later shared a second story addressing the court documents featured in the campaign, saying we apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items in our spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. Interesting. Elon Musk, of course, is a, is a component of this story. When the right started highlighting this, the, the Balenciaga panicked and took it down. But when Jack Dorsey was the CEO and Vijaya Gade was in charge, child exploitation ran rampant on the platform. Elon Musk comes in, takes it down, and then, lo, all of a sudden, cancel culture is going the other direction. It's all very, very weird. They say in the days since Balenciaga statements were released, several fans have been awaiting comment from Kim Kardashian, who was one of the biggest faces of the brand. And on Sunday, November 28th, Kim finally addressed the controversy on her Twitter page and Instagram stories, revealing she'd taken the time to talk to Balenciaga team before speaking out publicly. Now, I'm wondering, they mentioned that Ye also addressed it. So let's scroll down. They say Kim's statement comes just a day after Kanye West, who has become a right wing political commentator, has he? addressed the controversy himself and called out celebrities for largely remaining silent on the topic. Nobody is talking about the Balenciaga situation, said Ye, who was interestingly the one who introduced Kim to Balenciaga's creative director, Demna Vasalia. This just shows you all of these celebrities out here. Don't let them influence you in any way because they in turn are controlled by people who really influence the world, he added. Of course, we know what he means by that. So sure. Balenciaga did some really creepy stuff. The Epstein stuff is all basically confirmed. Ghislaine Maxwell's convicted. These are questions that need to be brought up. Why would Ye then wear the Balenciaga mask on this show? Chalk it up to him being crazy. If you want, fine. I don't look. I'm not going to tell you what to think. I have no idea. Consider it. Tell me what you think. I don't know, man. For the people who think that I do any more than comment on the news, uh, 
I just, I've never, I've never said that about myself. Have you seen the price of gold lately? It's hitting all-time highs. And when it comes to investing in gold, check out Noble Gold Investments. They have a track record of excellence that's second to none. Just look at their thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, Google, and the Better Business Bureau. Customers rave about their knowledgeable staff, smooth investment process, and life-changing results, which you can see for yourself online. That's the kind of reputation you can count on. But it's not just about the reviews. Noble Gold Investments truly care about their clients. They take the time to understand your unique needs and goals, and they give expert guidance every step of the way. That level of personalized service is rare in this industry. Look, when it comes to securing your financial future, you can't afford to take chances. Go with the gold company that has earned the trust of countless investors. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com slash Pool today and discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or call them at 877-646-5347. Again, that's 877-646-5347. I said I'm a guy who complains on the internet. Somehow there are people who are commenting mad at me because they think I'm something more. Whatever. I, it is what it is. And, uh, and, and I'll be honest with you guys, man. It is, it is, it, it, it's not fun. It really isn't. I don't know. You know, I've talked about it before about, you know, at what point is it just too much? But I'm genuinely worried about where this country goes with the child exploitation, with the suppression of speech, with the rise of this Chinese style communist garbage in this country. And so, you know, I'm driven to keep talking about it. And there are people who listen. But there's always going to be people who attack, who don't like you, who want something else. And it is what it is, you know. I, I uh, Sometimes it just really would be easier to live in a van down by the river, playing video games. I'd probably play World of Warcraft and I'd mind my own business. There's that old saying, uh, that old that old quote. You know, better to what, what is that? I'm probably getting it wrong, but it's like better to be a poor farmer than to meddle into the politics of man or something like that. And at the same time, there's another quote that the penalty for refusing to be engaged in politics is to be ruled by your inferiors. Tough questions, very serious questions that I think about all, every day when it comes to stuff like this. This is one heck of a news cycle. As an aside, I'll mention that Laura Loomer, who's Jewish, also appeared on the show. So that's important context, I suppose. Right now, you've got Republicans sort of reeling. House Judiciary Committee Republicans delete Kanye Elon Trump tweet. Finally, a lot of people are pointing out they didn't. And now we have Vox, the deep roots of anti-Semitism's resurgence in America. I understand what Ye is trying to say. And there's a lot of people who are acting like, look, mentioning like Dave Chappelle did, like we've talked about. Dave Chappelle made the joke where he says, you go to Hollywood and there's a lot of a lot of Jewish people, like a lot, a lot. The ADL said it was anti-Semitic. I don't think Dave Chappelle cares. Yeah, we get it. Of course, you know, there, there, there are I worked for Fusion. The people who ran the company were Jewish. They were very nice people. My question in response, though, is I understand you're saying that. But what does that have to do with their agenda? There are tech billionaires there are high profile individuals who are also Jewish who are doing the exact opposite. So that's that, that's what I genuinely don't understand. and doesn't get answered for me. Ye says you can't say who they are. Well, you can. 
But like saying Jewish doesn't answer any questions for me. I, I would appreciate you elaborating and explaining why you think it does. But when like Michael Malice, an anarchist who is Jewish, is fighting for free speech, when there are tech investors who are Jewish, who are funding free speech and pushing back and don't want financial censorship and banks being and, and shutting you down, you then think that descriptor explains why. But it doesn't for me. It would be like saying tall people are after me. I'm like, does, is, that, is that a motivating factor? Alex Jones on his show with Ye said he doesn't think it's actually Jewish people. It's people who are saying they are. And Ye said he agreed. And I just find the whole thing weird. And I don't quite understand. I don't know what all this is. But I'll tell you. There, there, there are people who would point out, you know, I've been mentioning mo money, mo problems. And a lot of people seem to think, you know, it's, 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 it's just not true or it's wrong. When I was younger, it takes perspective. When I was younger, I remember hearing that quote. Um, the only thing that I know is that I know nothing. And, uh, uh, or, or true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. And I'm younger. I'm like, that's so dumb. You can know things. You can be smart. You can be knowledgeable. And it's only when I get older, I start to realize, like, I truly understand. Or at least I understand more what it means about knowing nothing. Because it is all just faith. People believing that something is true and having faith in it. When it comes to this idea of whether it's, it's, it's better to be in one place or another, you think about why bands break up, why people don't want to do this, why it is that Ye is saying what he's saying and just going off. Because he believes things and he gets, he gets criticism and he gets yelled at when he does say these things that he believes. I didn't bring him on my show. And I said this, I said, I'm not here to finger wag. But I was like, we literally couldn't even have a conversation on the air, which was strange because we had that conversation before the cameras turned on and it was fine. But then the cameras turned on and he acts very differently. Okay, fine. Whatever you call whatever you want. Bipolar. I don't know. So he gets mad. He speaks out that I get. I don't know if he if he it's the world that he wants to live in. He likes living in. It must be lonely at the top, but that's who he is, I guess. But I'll tell you this. Not everybody is fit for it. Not everybody wants it. And I do think most people will come to regret it if they ever do get it. There is something so nice about just being left alone that you will never have when you build up a YouTube channel, when you get more and more attention. Clout chasers, backstabbers, betrayers and mutineers, everyone just trying to destroy you. And then you make a decision. Do you just say whatever it is you want to say for that? I, re I, re I respect that element of who Ye is. He's just he's doing it. He's all right, I guess. And I disagree. And I'm glad what he is saying is being said so that people can decide for themselves what they think about him, the people who he works with and his ideas. And if you can't challenge those ideas, then your ideas are bad. Either he didn't explain them to me or, in my view, he could not actually challenge them. But I digress. Man, it's a brutal week after Thanksgiving. You spend time with family. You know, I do at least. Take a few days off. And uh, I got to be honest, the family stuff was good. The rest, miserable. I like working. I like speaking out. I like challenging things that I think are, are, are wrong or, 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 or right. But it is hard. And I, and I welcome anybody who thinks it's not. 
to to try it. The sword of Damocles, as the old story goes, the man desperately wanted to be king and the king put him in the chair and had a sword hang above his head, held up by a single hair of a horse's tail. And he said, why? And he's like, because that's what it's like being on top. I don't think I'm on top. I don't think I'm at the top of the mountain. I don't think I'm, uh, you know, anywhere near yay or whatever. Some people are like, Tim can't punch above his weight class, bro. I'm not, I'm not asserting that I could. I'm a guy who complains on the internet. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, man. That's just what it's always going to be. But I believe in building culture. I believe in meritocracy. I believe in, in people having the ability to have conversations. In 2018, when Twitter started banning the alt-right, I spoke up against it saying they have bad opinions. I get it, but let them their platform. Otherwise, they work behind the scenes. You don't have no idea. Let sunlight be that disinfectant. So that's, I, I, that's why I do what I do. But I think it's fair to point out that Timcast has grown to a certain level. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it absolutely shouldn't. Because it is, it is, the more you step into the fray, the more you put yourself in the center of that battlefield, the worse it gets. And I was talking about this last night, that it's a yin-yang thing. There's a balance. You are not allowed to have great access and privilege without great torment and conflict. That will always come with it. Mo money, mo problems is true, as true as it can be. And so while I can boast that um, we're, we're building things, we're hiring people, there are so many people who beg to come on the show, and um, I wish we could, we, could, we could help everybody. There are many people who think that I can give them something. Certainly must be a hundred million times worse for people like Joe Rogan. I'd rather just live in a van down by the river. I can't give you anything. I can't do anything for you. I don't want the power. I don't want to be in that position, but I like talking. And with the work, the perseverance and the communication, this stuff all comes along with it. So what do you do? As access and influence and all that stuff grows and the show gets bigger, so does the conflict, crisis and turmoil that comes uh, that surrounds you. And I don't think it's worth it. I'd rather my problem be, you know, uh, scraping quarters off the ground to figure out what I'm going to eat today and just not having to worry about the, 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 the troubles and the politics of man than to have to worry about which former friend or family member is trying to put a knife in my back today. Or which, which person is going to come out now and just try and mercilessly attack me from my life for some kind of weird political benefit. It's just so crazy. It is not easy. I can't imagine what it must be like for Ye. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree with him on that. Preach love. He's allowed to believe what he wants to believe. I'm allowed to believe what I believe and disagree with him and think that he's saying things that I, I think, you know, make people feel bad. I'm not saying he shouldn't be. I'm not saying he should be silenced. I'm not saying people, uh, you know, or deserve anything for being hurt. I'm not saying any of that. That's why we invite the three of them on the show to, to express themselves and we can challenge those ideas and have that conversation. Didn't happen, I guess. But people will hate you. They'll hate Yay. Some people will like him. He chooses who he wants to be around. Me? I'd rather be around, for the most part, nobody. I don't care for the right, for the left, for whatever. I care about what is true, and I care about what is right. My vision of what is good is humans having better lives, having families, having freedom, finding that decentralization of power that allows humanity to flourish, to, to colonize the stars, seek, seek to, to stop the tyrants. And that means conversations. It means honesty. It means difficult facts. 
It means hard truths. And it is what it is. I don't know what else to say other than, as I've said before, I said it several times a year from Rogan's show to my show. It is infinitely easier to not be involved in any of this. And there are many people who would prefer that of me. There are many people who hate my guts, hate what I have to say, and would prefer that I simply just go away. And you know what? I don't completely disagree. I, too, would like to not be involved. But it, it, it feels like there's no, there's no option. It feels like there's no choice. It feels like when I get up and read the news and I see these stories, there is no choice. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I do not feel like it is an option to do anything other than what, I, what it is that I am doing, despite all of the, the, the insanity. And so I wonder, as Ye mentions that, um, you know, he's, he's, he's got God on his side and God set him back a little bit. I feel those things. And I wonder, with all of the backstabbers, the betrayers and the mutineers, these are just set challenges that are set on all sides that must be overcome and you must persevere through. Because it is not an option to simply do nothing in the face of tyranny and the destruction of this country and, and humanity. Elon Musk said that the woke mind virus is driving humanity to suicide, and he's correct. And I may not have all the answers, and I may not be right or perfect, but I believe the worst thing to do, the most pain, would be sitting around and doing nothing. Thanks for hanging out. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up tonight. Should be interesting at 8 p.m. over at youtube.com slash timcast. Uh, I'm sorry, timcast IRL. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. I have the gift of catharsis for you, my good friends, this morning. It is an article from The Intercept, furious, angry, that left-wing voices are being silenced on Twitter as far-right trolls advise Elon Musk. To my good friends on the left who are upset that violent extremists are now being suspended, I have one thing to say to you. From a place of privilege, equality looks like oppression. You see, what's happening now is that these Antifa accounts are being suspended because they break the rules. They advocate for violence. They teach people how to commit violence, and they're being removed because of it. This is called equality. Elon Musk has been suspending Antifa accounts that engage in violent rhetoric, behavior, etc. And now they're mad. And they're saying, Andy, no, it's his fault. Elon Musk is just doing whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. I got a story to show you about exactly what's going on with censorship on Twitter, because it is. Let's be real. A lot of people want to take the word censorship and immediately apply a negative context, saying that it, it, it rejects free speech. No, no, no. Censorship isn't always bad. If someone goes online and starts posting child exploitation, you want that censored. It's illegal. If somebody goes on and says, go commit acts against person Y or whatever, you want that censored. Someone's got to go and moderate however it's done and remove it. What we don't like, and when we talk about censorship, we're usually the free speech people. We're referring to when someone expresses a political opinion. Some of them may be distasteful. Some of them may be mainstream. And then Twitter comes in and removes them. And they say stuff like, if you, if you say to vote for Trump, you're a fascist, you should be banned or whatever. You're not, you're not allowed to misgender people. You, you have to believe what we believe. And I, I would warn you in that regard. Anybody 
who can't have a conversation around about, about their ideas is not the kind of person who should be wielding power. If, if you're going to be on Twitter and you're going to say, here's what I think, and then someone responds, well, here's what I think. Nope, shut them down. Yeah, we should not see those people ever gain power, hopefully. But here's the story, and then I'll give you a real example, but uh, let this be cathartic, my friends. They say left-wing voices are being silenced on Twitter as far-right trolls advise Elon Musk. Elon Musk claims to be fighting for free speech in America, but the social network's new owner appears to be overseeing a purge of left-wing activists on the platform. (gasps) Several prominent anti-fascist organizers and journalists have had their accounts suspended in the past week after right-wing operatives appealed directly to Musk to ban them and far-right internet trolls flooded Twitter's complaint system with false reports about terms of service violations. How would you like it if I were to show you legitimate rule violations from the left that they were getting? You know, I'll just put it this way. Everybody knows by, by now I've brought it up. I was on Joe Rogan's show. And uh, at, the, at, at, at the end of the episode, uh, Vijaya Gada asked me about this Antifa account I had mentioned that was advocating for and inciting violence. And I said, I'm not going to point you to it because I'm not here to, to be a rule enforcer or whatever. And then they claimed I was colluding with Twitter to ban the left or whatever. So dumb. But during the show, we highlighted a Twitter account that was advocating for violence and they wouldn't remove it. It was instructing people when and how, what to do, and they didn't remove it. So weird. How about that? So let's read. They write, as the Los Angeles City Council member Mike Bonin noted on Twitter, the suspended users include Chad Loader, an anti-fascist researcher whose open source investigation of the U.S. Capitol riot led to the identification and arrest of a masked proud boy who attacked police officers. The account of video journalist Vishal Pratap Singh, who reports on far right protests in Southern California, has also been suspended. Sorry, you will get no benefit of the doubt from me, especially when you see this. Among the other prominent accounts suspended were the Elm Fork John Brown Gun Club. Oh, I don't know about Elm Fork. I do know that there was a member of the John Brown Gun Club who went to an ICE location and firebombed it. Now, okay, fair point. The actions of that individual do not reflect on this organization. But my point is this. I don't trust you. You've gotten away with far worse. So you will get no reprieve from me. They say it's an anti-fascist group that provides armed security for LGBTQ plus events in North Texas. And Crime Think, an anarchist collective that has published and distributed anarchist and anti-authoritarian zines, books, posters, and podcasts since the mid-1990s. Oh, could it be that in the, in the zines, they advocate for and instruct on how to commit acts of sabotage and violence? All four accounts had been singled out for criticism by Andy No, a far-right writer whose conspiratorial error-riddled reporting on left-wing protests and social movements fuels the mass delusion that a handful of small anti-fascist groups are part of an imaginary shadow army called Antifa. I I love how they say that when they wear symbols of anti-fascist action. uh, uh, This is the Weimar Germany Communist Party militant group. They wave the flags. They've outright called themselves this. The guy who firebombed the ICE facility, he said he was Antifa. And then when you're like, he said he was Antifa. There's no Antifa. What are you talking about? Yet uh, Ben Collins go on NBC, I think it was, and say Antifa, referring to, to these people. And then what do they say online? There's no such thing as Antifa because it's a cult and they're psychotic individuals. They're dangerous and they're violent. And this is them panicking because, oh, no, Elon Musk is finally 
finally coming in and cleaning up the garbage. Andy knows bizarre version of Antifa seems to be the metric used to delete the accounts of blah, 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 blah. Hey, here's a story. Man armed with screwdriver barricades himself, attempts to burn down auto shop. Huh. Well, that's it. Authorities have arrested a man after he barricaded himself in an auto shop and set part of the building on fire. Linwood, Washington. Now, you may be saying to me, what, what, is, what is this and why should I care? Oh, here's a picture on the screen. What's that? It says Tesla. It's a Tesla location in Linwood, Washington. Washington, of course, which is very heavy in Antifa activity. But hey, how am I supposed to know that any of this is related? Maybe it's not. But um, there were a whole bunch of Antifa people on Twitter calling for violence against Elon Musk and Tesla because he was removing their accounts. So uh, a Tesla location. A guy shows up, barricades himself inside, and then sets part of the building on fire. Why would he do that? Why would, why would this random thing happen? Oh, here's a post from Andy No. He says, last night next to the Tesla in Linwood, a suspect threatened police with a crowbar and said he would blow up the building. He then started a fire next to propane tanks. No confirmed motive so far, but Antifa had urged arson against Tesla and are praising the violent attack. Here's one tweet from a guy in uh, Portland. Someone in Linwood, Washington, went to the Tesla service center last night and allegedly set it on fire uh, only after allegedly threatening the pigs with a crowbar and getting tased. They had to call in SWAT, effing legend. Here's the police press release. They left out the fact it was at a Tesla site. Interestingly, they did. Even the reporting here from Como 4 News. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It says auto shop, but you can see the Tesla sign right there. In it, they just say a Linwood auto shop or whatever. Now, why are they not saying that it's a Tesla shop? I wonder. Could it be that far left extremists have been advocating for this and they're scared about reporting that detail? Because it would imply that far left terrorists are engaging in acts of terror and then there'd have to be some kind of federal or state level response. And that's not going to happen. If the media came out and said, following a series of threats from far left extremists against Tesla locations, a Tesla location was attacked. You'd think people might demand an investigation. But OK, an auto shop. Seriously, Como, it's Tesla. It's like one of the most iconic things in auto right now. So couldn't you just say a Tesla shop? How interesting. That's the case. And Andy No points this out, as he had before with many other people. And they're upset that they are now being called to account. And they go on to say, blah, blah, blah. This Chad Loader guy goes on to Mastodon. And then he shows the, the baby Yoda. Elon Musk is the Mandalorian. Andy No is the baby Yoda. And he says, censor them censor them. Yeah, um, he is saying censor them. And I'm I'm OK with that. If you advocate for violence, instruct people to commit violence, you should have a, a censor should say that and say, look at that and say that that's criminal. We're going to take that down. I'm not a free speech absolutist. 
I'm just more uh, interested in free speech than they are. Free speech absolutism is quite literally what it means. Absolute. Now, Elon Musk says he is. He's not. Free speech absolutism. I've argued with people on this before. They say that you can incite violence because just saying words is not the action itself. You, should, you can say whatever you want. You're hurting nobody. And there is an interesting argument to be made about free speech absolutism in that if we argue, and we do, and I have, that thing, advocating for things that are illegal, or, or I should say advocating uh, for people to commit crimes, should not be, incitement is illegal, therefore it should be censored. Well, then you need only a legislative body to determine that, uh, or court, other speech, hate speech, is also illegal. You see the problem? The reason we say incitement shouldn't be, uh, is not free speech, is that it doesn't, it doesn't express a, a, a sentiment, ideology, or whatever, but others argue that it does. That you think certain people or certain individuals should suffer consequences for the things they've done, the ideas they hold, is your opinion. You didn't actually go and do anything. But then I wonder about telling someone to do it. So here's the argument. At that point, I feel like you're actively involved in the crime. It's, it's planning stages. It's, it's conspiratorial. Like, hey, hey, you should go do this thing. Some argue, though, that the person who listens can choose not to commit the crime. And you actually didn't in, in, impose yourself upon anybody other than express that someone should do a thing. And thus, if the government can determine that certain speech is illegal, then there's no First Amendment anyway. And that's more of the procedural argument. The, 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 the First Amendment says Congress shall pass no law abridging the freedom of speech, etc. But what about the courts? And they have. And if they have, then how is there a First Amendment at all? Interesting point. The Supreme Court just basically interpreted it to be, look, free speech is supposed to be about you expressing yourself. And some might say, yeah, and I feel that someone should be accosted or something like that. So I understand the free speech absolutist argument. However, I do think that there are just moral lines across the board. And my line is not nah, you shouldn't be able to go online and dox people and threaten them. Like th those things are wrong, even criminal harassment. And that's to be determined by. And this is another challenge. Clearly, online behavior can cross into criminal harassment. And I'm not talking about criticizing someone or saying naughty words. I'm talking about po posting their location, constantly uh, sending them harassing messages, things like. I know where you are. I'm outside the Starbucks. Like these are things that aren't expressing your opinion. You're basically just harassing someone. What ends up happening is the far left says that you're harassing somebody if you criticize them. And we've seen it in Canada and other European countries. You get banned for it. You can even get arrested in some places. Here we go. No longer viable. Whatever the reason for the suspension, Loader said that it's clear. Twitter is no longer a viable platform for anti-fascist and security researchers. I love how they call themselves that. If I get my account back, Loader said, it's only a matter of time before I get mass reported again. Maybe it's because you're breaking the rules. I love it. Y'all ready for this one? Senator Scott Weiner? I mean, I could say Weiner, but I do think it's Weiner. I'm not trying to say that to be mean, but people, you know, are going to, you're going to say it. I hope you're ready for this one. Jesse Smollett 2.0. 87.0. What am I kidding? Senator Scott Weiner says, not even 24 hours after MAGA grifter Charlie Kirk tweeted homophobic lies about me, I received this threat repeating one of his lies. But that was the point. Riling people up against me and other LBG, uh, LGBTQ people. Words have consequences, and Twitter is becoming a cesspool for this crap. I want to just point out two things in the threat that he received. 
the cursor and the spell check or the grammar check, implying he wrote it. I love it. In response to people pointing out that it's a screenshot of statements that he wrote, he, he added, for all the MAGA conspiracy theorists out there, the threat was a voicemail. This is a transcription. But have fun spinning around with your conspiracies. It, it's, it's, it's not a conspiracy, my dude. It is an accusation of impropriety. No one is accusing you of colluding with any group behind the scenes for unethical behavior. They're saying you just lied. Calling you a liar isn't a conspiracy. So if he really did have a voicemail saying this, wouldn't he just post the audio like everybody else? No, he didn't. I mean, maybe he will. I'm not saying it's definitive that uh, 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 he didn't receive this threat. But everyone's basically calling him Jussie, saying, dude, you wrote this one out. So you got a voicemail and then you carefully transcribed that voicemail to put into a text post. Now, who does that? Either way, this is what they do. They lie, they cheat, and they steal. Now, to be fair, maybe he really did get a voicemail. Sure. Some people are posting now. Uh, what, there was one joke where they said, uh, you know, bet dollars to donuts that he's on Fiverr saying, you know, looking for someone to record this audio and send it to me so that he can be like, look, here it is. I think he faked it. I think this guy made it up. This is the game they play. I don't know what Charlie Kirk said about him, but I can tell you this. I personally have an issue with groomers. And uh, groomer specifically refers to people trying to introduce children to, or, or, or let me just put it this way, in the context for which I present it, when I say groomer, I'm speaking literally about an individual, an adult, who is trying to introduce children into sexual things. And they groom them into accepting that lifestyle. And uh, what, I, what I mean by that is sexually illegal, inappropriate, etc. right? That they're trying to get children to do things that otherwise children would not do and are in fact illegal. That's what I'm referring to. Uh, in no way am I referring to LGBTQ people. Uh, that, that's patently absurd. Uh, several friends of the show and frequent guests are LGBTQ people. How does that make sense that we have Dave Rubin on the show and he's like, I'm raising kids. And I'm like, that's really great, Dave. Congratulations. He's got two kids. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Happy, happy for him. Uh, I am not a staunch conservative who takes strong issue with uh, same-sex marriage or anything like that. A lot of conservatives do. A lot of conservatives came out and were critical of, of, of Dave Rubin for, for having kids. Not me. I think two parents are fantastic. In fact, Dave Rubin is an extremely intelligent, smart guy, and I'm fairly certain his kids are going to be brilliant. Now, you can criticize Dave Rubin for a lot of things, of course. You can criticize me for a lot of things. I don't think anybody's perfect. I know people have their beef with Dave, but he's a very successful and intelligent person, and I've met his husband, and I think it's great. Um, none of my business. I think, I think their kids will turn out very well. That's not grooming. I have no beef with that, but this is the lie. They try to come out and just falsely frame it because it's a cult. It's a cult of clout chasing grifters. They lie because they want power. Why would this guy make up a fake story? Well, presuming it's fake because they lie and they want power. They want to trick regular people into believing that they're the poor victims. Look, man, nobody should be threatening you like this. Nobody should say these things to you. I'm going to read it. It's ridiculous. But I'm sorry. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. Andy No gets threats all the time. He had to flee where he lived because they're trying to kill him. They try to do the same thing here. You know, and I'll let you guys in on a secret. We do not report 
all of the swattings anymore. And uh, if we did, I'd be tweeting about it a lot. But we have armed guards and we get notified every time the swattings happen. They don't impact us. But these are threats upon our lives. And I'm not tweeting about it. Maybe that's the problem, though. You see, maybe the tactic they use, maybe I should just post all of it every single time. You know what I'm told? I'm told by law enforcement and security, if you do that, it will make it worse. Really? It will? Then why do these people do it all the time? Why is Senator Scott Weiner posting this, typing it out himself, and then saying, look what they're saying to me? Is, is his security not warning him that by doing this, it will increase the threat against him? This is the game, isn't it? That I'm told if we get threatened, when we get threatened, do not repeat it. You know, I had an argument with Ian about it. Ian's getting on angry, like, stop talking about it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I think when, when I think people should know this stuff happens to us. So here's what happens. They do this on purpose because regular people who aren't paying attention then get a narrative crafted in their mind that the right is evil and extremists. In the meantime, or at the same time, channels like mine are warned not to bring it up lest it get worse. So what happens? In the public view, if you're a regular person who doesn't pay attention to politics, you go on Twitter, what do you see? All of these leftists posting these threats against them and none of the right doing it. Because we're told we shouldn't. And that pisses me off. So what are we supposed to do? I certainly understand it could make it worse. Some people say, oh, don't chase the drama. You can, people on the right certainly criticize Scott Weiner for, for, I mean, it looks like he faked it, to be completely honest. But I've got audio recordings of the swattings of what they said and how they said it and what it is. Maybe we should. Oh, no, but if you release it, then, then the law enforcement can't do their job. Fair point. Then why are they doing it? Dude, I'll tell you this, man. These people are just making this stuff up and they're getting away with it. I really doubt, for the most part, the threats are real. Because conservatives sit around on their hands and live in the middle of nowhere and don't go to cities and, you know, my, this is MAGA country in Chicago at three in the morning and freezing cold temperatures. Spare me. That never happened. But us, we have it on camera. The dog, the, 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 the sniffing dog coming in. Granted, it wasn't like big city cops. It's like sheriff's department stuff. On video, we kept the stream rolling for this reason. You will not claim it didn't happen. We were forced to evacuate because of a, a, a credible bomb threat. And legit, credible. And they come in and you can see them on camera sniffing around and doing their thing. The first time it happened, the cops actually walked in the room while we were alive. So what do we do? Do I just, oh, I'll tell you this, we got swatted like a week ago. Nobody knows because we don't want it to happen. So we don't talk about it. Maybe, I think maybe it was like a week or two ago. We got swatted. Oh, actually, that's right. It was a, we, we had a guest on. Hmm, how about that? Um, we got swatted. And it's like the 14th or 15th. I, I lost count. Security guard messages us. I'll get a message during the show being like, it ha it's happening again. And we're like, we got it. And um, this puts uh, restrictions on, on, on how we can operate here. That's their goal. They come out and they say that Elon Musk is siding with the right. And I will stress it again, the most important point. The reason people believe it is because the right will not tell people when they're being threatened. People on the right should just post all of it. When you get a death threat, 
post it because that's what the left does. And then maybe people finally start to understand that these people are psychotic terrorists. But if you don't show the swattings, if you don't show the messages, the public sphere will only show the Justice Millettes and will never show the Michael Reynolds. And that's the important distinction. Jesse Smollett made it up. Michael Reinold shot and killed a Trump supporter who was just walking down the street. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. We got some crazy viral videos coming out of California, Oakland and Palo Alto, and it, it gives me mixed emotions. In this video clip, you see people going through an Apple store and just ripping phones and tablets. There's another video where a dude walks into what looks like a like a phone store and he just rips some tablets off the display and walks out right past the security guard. And man, it gives me some mixed emotions and it's really difficult to 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 break down. But uh, this is just another day in these poorly run cities. I want to play you this video. I want to show you what's going on. We got some breakdown. Thirty five thousand dollars of Apple products in brazen daylight robbery on Black Friday. Okay, the Daily Signal, November 4th, 27 of top 30 crime ridden cities run by Democrats. This stuff gets me down, man. It gets me real down. I'm sure it gets you down as well. And I'm sitting here looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, why do I care? I know for real. I mean, I left the cities uh, partly for this reason. There was a video that went viral the other day of a parking uh, authority guy in Philadelphia. I think it was in Philadelphia. I could be getting it wrong. And then some dude just walks up and puts a bullet in his head. My understanding is the dude's not dead. I'm not entirely sure what happened. But man, it is difficult sometimes. You know, I get people hitting me up being like, how do you do it? And, I'm, and some people are just like, you know, it's not even hard. What do you, you know? But some people are saying, how do you do it? And I'll tell you, man, seeing this stuff every day. It gives me two feelings. Why do I care? How many times have we seen videos like this? This is like the 80th video of something like this happening. And YouTube's probably going to get mad that I'm playing the video. Whatever, dude. This is what we're dealing with in places like California. This dude, I think it's more than one. They're walking in and they're just ripping phones out of the, out of the, the security. Like they're, you know, they're like locked in, just ripping them out, putting them in a bag, just walking out. This is look at the, the the Apple employees are just moving people away, letting it happen. They're just taking everything. How, how am I supposed to feel about this? You know, am I supposed to be angry? Am I supposed to be upset? Oh, there's more. There's more. Yo, people just saying yo as he goes around and just grabs stuff from. Every, look at this, just taking it. Should we stop him? Should we stop him? I don't know. I don't blame the customers, man. Shout out to uh, Clown World on Twitter for uh, for posting these videos. I've seen in some other places as well. Here's another one in Oakland. Check this out. Ch check out these videos. This looks like a Verizon store, I think. He literally rips the display uh, case from the wall, walks out with it. Check this out. And he walks right past security guard. Does nothing. Take a, take a look at this. I want, I want to mention this too. That security guard, that looks like Securitas. So you want to talk about how we deal with this and what this means and all that stuff. And I'm sitting here thinking like, it's Thursday. It's the week after Thanksgiving. It's December 1st. We're in a holiday season. News is slow. And I think we're desensitized. I got a bunch of stories that I was looking at. 
And then I'm like, I should talk about this. And then I thought about thought about I've talked about this over and over and over again. And we just came off an election where people still voted for more of it. Man. So how do you deal with it? Thieves steal thirty five thousand dollars of Apple products in brazen daylight robbery on Black Friday. Yeah. And we watched them. It's, it's escalating. It's getting worse. Right. And, you know, I'm sick of people saying like, oh, there's there's grifters on YouTube that just want to tell you everything's getting worse. I'm like, come on, man. It was what, like a year ago, they went into a Walgreens, these people, and they were stealing cosmetics. Now they're doing the exact same thing in iPhone stores. It is just getting worse. It shouldn't be this way. But I'm just frustrated because a month ago we had an election and it and it could have gone better. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm fairly optimistic on a lot of things we're seeing. Some people are like Tim White talking about Elon so much because it's winning. It's victories. This past week has been tremendous. And, I, and, I, and I'll say this, too. There's, it's in the news. I am a bit tired of talking about it. I don't like being in the news. But, but I will point this out. First, head over to TimCast.com. The Green Room episode with Kanye West is up, and you will see some candid conversations that we had with Ye. They put Kanye West or whatever. They're supposed to put Ye, so I'll have him correct it. Apologies to Ye and his team. But uh, literally this went up, so we'll get it fixed. I'll tell them immediately. But um, we were talking. And uh, in this particular scene, which I highlighted around the 15 minute mark, you'll hear the conversation that we were having before the show. It's not the complete pre-show conversation, but uh, I will just stress my opinion. I think they knew it was going to happen because we had talked about a lot of that stuff already. And dude was super chill and had no issues. And then all of a sudden acted like he was offended that I was saying things I'd said to him for the past hour and a half. It's crazy. But anyway, I'll tell you this. There is there is a path. This, this dude says he's running for president. You can check it out. It's a 23 minute long mini doc explaining the whole day with some interviews from staff who went and documented with them. It's not just Kanye talking about stuff. Yay, talking about stuff. But you can check it out at TimCast.com. I'll put the link in the description below. But I will bring that up because the man says he's running for, for, for president. And when we were talking, he asked me how to become president. And I, I, my first response was like, I don't know. I said, Milo knows. And then he asked me again five minutes later. He said, you ignored my question when I asked you. The dude is not crazy. The dude is lucid. He said, I asked you a question. You didn't answer. I was like, wow, something else. huh?" And I said, well, yeah, I'm not the guy who knows this. And then he asked me again and said, you know, I asked you two times. You didn't tell me. I said ballot harvesting outright, just ballot harvesting. And he was like, what's that? And I explained. It doesn't matter what you tell people. And, 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 and I know, I know, rehashing this news over the week. I'm, I, I apologize, but. It does relate to this brazen theft and what, what we're seeing with the past election. I said, ballot harvesting, man. He writes it down. I said, it doesn't matter what you say to people. It doesn't matter if you can convince them. It matters that they know who you are. And then someone goes and knocks on their door and says, fill out the ballot. That's it. And that's why, you know, I bring it up in the context of this story. How is it that we can see videos of this? of people walking in and just stealing all this stuff and nothing is changing. In fact, California just stays Democrat. It's tribal, man. It's interesting stuff. The uh, in the green room episode, you know, uh, I don't know if my brother brought this up, but he was he was with them. He was documenting their trip when they were coming out. And he said that uh, you got to stick to your tribe, stick to your tribe. And that's what's going on. That's what we're seeing. Stick to your tribe. It's funny. And and it's and it's man, it's not it's not fun for me to see this stuff because I believe, 
you know, in meritocracy and, uh, you know, the great American melting pot stuff. But more and more, it seems like people don't. You know, I, we get we get spammed uh, uh, with people complaining that like when these stories come up, they're like, why aren't you saying the race of the people who did it? No joke. And I'm like, bro, because I don't care, man, because I, I don't blame Kanye and think the race of the person is 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 the issue. Some people do and they get mad and they'll demand that you say that it is. And I'm like, I don't I don't think that's the case. Ye's running for president. What's what is what like? I mean, I suppose we can point out like, yes, you know, they're like, why won't you say that on all these videos, there's a lot of black people doing this. And I'm like, I don't know what that has to do with the fact that there's crime in these cities and white people are voting for Democrats and and voting against police and that Black Lives Matter is predominantly white people and that Antifa is predominantly white people. Because like, I don't think I'm actually getting any ideas across by just pointing out, hey, look what that guy looks like. And because per, in my personal experience, I don't like I don't I, 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 you know, growing up the way I did, I don't care for that. I don't like that. It doesn't mean anything to me, but it feels like that's where we're going. And it's and, it, and and maybe that's always been the case. Maybe 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 I live in this world and it's a scary world to live in. I was talking to Michael Malice and he was saying that it is scary when there are people that just hate you for being Jewish. And, you know, Michael Malice is like a free speech anti-government guy, but people lump him in or something like that. I'm paraphrasing and say it exactly like that. And then, you know, I, I, I know we, we, we see this kind of stuff. But let me keep it political because, you know, I'll make my I'll make my point on all this. Twenty seven out of the top 23 crime ridden cities are run by Democrats, and it's because of low information voters. It's because of ballot harvesting and just politics is dirty. How, how is it? So there is this uh, tweet from Colleen Noir. Another reason why I just don't like racial components to these arguments Colin Noir is uh, an amazing guy. I like. I, I just. I just can't stand it, man. He makes a great point. It got that way. Or also, let me read uh, Crypto Calio's tweet first. He's responding. He said, "Society is so broken in California that employees are basically trained to help assist tens of thousands of dollars of merchandise being stolen right in front of them. Notice them holding customers back as everyone else just stands around and watches. How do we get here? And Colin Noir says it got that way because that's what they California citizens voted for." Then they'll move to places like Texas, vote the same way they did in California. Ten years later, they'll be asking what happened to Texas, then move somewhere else and do it all over again. It's parasitic. And he's completely right. They're going to keep doing it. Now's the message I had for Ye. In the beginning, in the, in the pre-show, he said something about he didn't want to go on these podcasts, but Milo and, and Nick had been telling him he should. And he was like, he's like, I don't get anything from these podcasts. And I was like, yeah, your, your profile couldn't be any higher. And he's like, right. He's like, but and you get something like this. And he points down to where he wrote ballot harvesting down. And I think about all the stuff that went down. I think the dude could actually win the presidency and everyone's doubting him. And uh, maybe I'll be wrong. But you know what? There's no there's no risk in being wrong. There's no risk in being wrong. There's tons of upside in being right. Isn't that the crazy thing about how this works? I come out and say something like I think dude might actually win. I mean, you take a look at this stuff. People are just fed up. They're going to vote for whatever. Plus, dude's a celebrity. But then you think about ballot harvesting. You think about uh, the tact, you know, I think the dude knows what he's doing. Everybody doubted Trump. Everybody said Trump couldn't do it. Check out the green room episode. And I mean it because he asks us, he says in that segment, he's like, I'm trying to figure out how to become president. And I, I respond like, I don't know, man, Milo knows. 
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. But later on, he writes down ballot harvesting. Like, he's thinking. He's thinking. He's got plans. Certainly, it can't keep going on this way. He told me that Donald Trump opened the door to this world where someone like him could run for president. I think when you have 27 of the top 23 cities being railed with crime by Democrats, I'll tell you exactly why I think he could win. Because you've got a combination of voters being ignorant and just not caring. You've got, you've got the fact that he's charismatic, that he is a high profile celebrity, that no matter what he does, people got to know what he's doing, what he's on about. He's like Trump. He's got that in him. It's crazy. What is that? How does that, how does that exist? There's this like presence that people have. Trump's got it. You know he's got it. Maybe he doesn't have it now. Maybe that's why Milo's working with Ye. But they just stand up, they speak, and everybody has to know exactly what's going on with these guys. Hey, we're, we're in the same boat as everybody else. That's exactly why we wanted to have him on. I think dude could actually win, and I mean it. People said that about Donald Trump, and then they got laughed at in the media. No way, never going to happen. Man, you'd be surprised. Famous celebrity stands up, says what he wants, gets what he wants. And I got a lot of people saying to me, like, how do you think he's going to win after saying all that stuff about Jewish people? And I'm like, the media accused Donald Trump of calling all Mexicans rapists. Donald Trump said we're calling for a shutdown of Muslims entering the country until we can figure out what's going on or something to that effect. People still vote for him. That's it. Because and, 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 and I'm not saying uh, I'm not telling you who, who to or not to vote for. I'm saying it, a component in this is that people don't actually care about what you're saying anymore. This freaks me out. You've got Katie Hobbs in Arizona. She didn't campaign. She goes in her basement. You got Joe Biden. 2020, he didn't campaign, went and hid in his basement. Everybody wants to make up an excuse as to why they think their guy does or doesn't win. And it is ballot harvesting. Mike Cernovich pointed out in 20, 2018, he was saying ballot harvesting. If you're not paying attention and people weren't. Then 2020 happens and everyone screams fraud. OK, sure. Depending on whatever your, your semantic argument is to what that word means. But the reality is ballot harvesting. Legal votes filled out by people and Republicans are behind the curve. Let me tell you about Act Blue. Act Blue was a digital fundraising portal created for Democrats, and they put all of their candidates in this network. And whenever you make a contribution, like a percentage goes to the fundraising organization. And then it was years later that Republicans launched WinRed, so far behind the curve technologically. This is why they're so freaked out about Elon Musk buying the platform, buying Twitter, because it starts to put the free speech and, you know, independent individualist conservative space on, a, on an equal footing, but hey, still very far behind the curve. Here's what, here's, here's what I'm freaked out about. Politics, whatever, man. I agree with some things. You agree with some things. You think certain issues are a problem. I think certain issues are a problem. I think we solve the problem by having a conversation about it. That's not what happens anymore. 
So people say like, haha, you know, Tim talks about civil war. And I'm like, my guy, you've got Katie Hobbs who did not campaign. Whatever your opinion is on how she won, she won. You may say there was a shadow campaign, a fortification, whatever you want to say. I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. I'm here to tell you they're the ones who are going to be sitting in the seat of power. And that's what I said about Donald Trump in 2020. Take whatever opinion you have about the election and then give it a month. And who is sitting in the seat of power? Democrats. Not today. You got Ye who says he, he, he may be running soon. A potential campaign, because for legal reasons, they can't say they're actually having one, but they have Ye24.org and stuff like that. And the dude could actually win. Watch, I'll be saying this in the primary season when he's in uh, the Republican primary walking circles around everybody. Maybe. You know, one thing I said on the show afterwards is like, how's, how, why is anyone going to want to vote, vote for that? He gets up and storms out. I'm wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I watched the, uh, the episode we did. I saw the behind the scenes footage. I saw the conversations he was having. I take a look at all this stuff and I'm like, nah, yeah, he could win. He could win outright. The idea that we are governed by uh, that we are governed by those who have the consent of the people is just not the reality anymore. And what you're going to start seeing now is and, and maybe even with with Trump and with Clinton and like with Biden, I should say, I think with Biden is where we're at. Just get the vote. With Donald Trump, they accuse him of being a demagogue because he targeted, you know, because he called out certain groups or something like that. And they said, see, he's just trying to get votes by saying whatever. Yeah, well, Hillary Clinton couldn't get it. I wonder how that happened. Then with Biden, you get ballot harvesting in all these states. They're going out. They're knocking on doors. They're saying, fill that out. Sign me off as your caretaker. I'll go drop it off. That's the world we live in right now. We saw it again in the midterm. Republicans won the popular vote. Landslide in Florida because people are moving to Florida because trying to get away from all this insanity. But even then, Democrats still overperformed, despite the polls showing regular, the likely voters were saying no to this. And that's it right there. Likely voters, they watch these videos. They know what we're talking about, and they say no to this. But likely voters don't matter anymore because of ballot harvesting. And that means anybody could be president if you got the money. Of course, it's always been the case that if you got the money, you can win. Don't get me wrong. But now it's particularly interesting. You get a ballot harvesting operation up in each and one, every one of these major cities, you will turn a blue state red. Orange County, reliably Republican, all of a sudden flips Democrat. How did that happen? Republicans launch ballot harvesting, boom, Republican again. You get a ballot harvesting operation in every state and a ham sandwich can be elected president because people don't care. That's the point I'm making. Not to just keep rehashing the yay stuff or whatever. I'm, I'm, uh, look, I got to say, man, for whatever it is and all said and done, it was an honor and a privilege to host this guy, despite the things he said that I don't agree with, that you'll see in the green room, like we talk about, I said, it's so stupid. I don't want to talk about this stuff. He brought it up anyway. Whatever, man. It's an honor. It was, a, it, it was an honor and a privilege. The dude is a powerful, influential individual. I don't think we had a chance to actually talk for whatever reason. You know, my opinion on it, I thought that uh, I think they planned. You know what? I'm just going to say it because I don't, I don't want to keep rehashing it, but I'm going to say it because I get out of my system. This is the, this is the Trump campaign strategy. They're, they're doing it perfectly. And this is Milo running it. Milo is a genius. 
He wants revenge. I think he knows what he's doing. You know, I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he comes out. He gets press. He keeps his name in the press nonstop all the time. He, he went on Alex Jones just before I started recording this. This is what Trump was doing. Trump was in the press nonstop 24-7. It was all negative press. Does not matter. They're playing that game. They're going for the meme wars on this one. They're taking up the Trump 2016 strategy. I saw all that and I'm like, dude's going to win. I don't know if he's actually going to win, but I'm like, it feels just like then. So interesting enough, you know, lucky to have the guy. He doesn't owe me anything like that. Uh, we, we, we went above and beyond to try and get him out here. I wish he would have stuck around because uh, I don't think, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what happened. I'll put it that way. But I'll tell you how I feel. I watched this video and I'm looking at this and I'm just like, what's the point, right? But I don't live in California. That's why I think maybe things break apart. I don't know. I don't live there. I got away from the cities on purpose. We were on the Jersey side, just outside of Philly. We saw crime. We saw rioting. I got out of there. We come to this area. I want to build this place up. We're, we're bringing jobs. You know, we've made some contributions to the local community in, a, in certain ways. Try to keep this stuff private. But, um, you know, we've done uh, ad campaigns against CRT. Helped fund a micro school. I've talked about that before. Uh, hiring locals to bring more, more resources into the area. Paying them above market, especially for the area. We're building new facility. We're opening a brick and mortar business in West Virginia. We secured the we secured a, a property. So I'm trying to do a lot to build culture because I'm not going to run for office. It'll never happen. I don't want to be in office. I don't want to play these games. I hate it. It's all fake. All of it. I just want to make nice things for nice people. I want people to have a smile on their face, coming for a cup of coffee and something like that, and have a community center where people can play games. People can raise their kids. People can can have a, a, a nice place to be. That's what I want to build. And I look at these cities like in California, and I'm like, they keep voting for this stuff because the system is broken. And where that gets me is I get worried that the broken system will just keep expanding this way. As Colian pointed out, these people, they move from these places into red areas, and then they vote them into destruction and oblivion. So I'll tell you, man. It seems like the end result of everything is just going to be a China-style uh, government because it's not, they're not going to care about the individual. They're just going to say, give me the power and I will lock it down. Will the people eventually rise up? It looks like it's happening in, in, in China. People are starting to protest. The CCP is starting to back down in a lot of ways. But Apple shuts off their airdrop so they can't communicate. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. It's tough sometimes. You know, I look at this video and I thought to myself, why would anyone care about watching this video? How is this news? What's the point of even opining on it? No, seriously, what's the point? You've seen it. It's been happening. It's getting worse. Then I see these people, they go on Twitter and they say, you know, grifters are trying to make you think things are getting worse. And I'm like, look, man, a lot of the things that we complain about, we're ahead of the market. You start noticing Antifa years ago. And I'm like, hey, there's a bunch of guys go around smashing stuff. I'm like, that's only a small handful. Then you get the summer of love. The unfortunate privilege of being ahead of the market. The New York Times just ran a story about how puberty blockers may cause permanent damage. Several years after, many of us in the political space have been saying it's, it's, it's causing problems. Several years later, they catch up. So right now, what they're going to say is they're going to see this video and say, it was one brazen robbery. Robberies happen. It, it's normal. 
And they try and point out that there's been a pattern emerging. Businesses like Target shutting down, Walgreens shutting down. Soon the Apple stores are going to be shutting down. And we're calling it out so that it can be prevented. But people don't care. People wait till the last minute. They don't care to get fire suppression systems. They care to call the fire department. And that's the way humans are. So I don't know where we all go into the future. I don't know how this all plays out. And I say it every single time. I can just tell you that the, my first reaction to this video was very negative, was just very much like, who cares? Yeah, been there, done that. And then I thought we can't be desensitized to it because that's what happens. People start saying, oh, so what? It's just a robbery. It's no big deal. And then I'm like, and then it's true. It's two videos I show. It's not like I show you every single Apple store being robbed. But then I'm like, we start becoming okay with it. And we can't so much about what's going on. Well, I'll leave it there, I guess. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash Timcast. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.